What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, Season 6. The podcast is supported by Scent Crusher, Scent Off Game On, Tinks, Cat Work Truck, Victory Archery, Thorn Broadheads, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Cobra Archery. Burris, HHA Sports and HHA USA, Reveal Cellular Cameras, and Deer Camp Coffee. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, Dave Thomas and Tim Azran from Lower Plant Podcast. Uh, we have Nate on from Victory Archery, which is really exciting because one of the things we always get a lot of questions on is arrows, and we don't really know what the heck we're doing sometimes. And so uh, we have a ton of questions for Nate, and I've been trying to compile questions people have been asking me. So I figured we could just flip them to you, Nate, and then we could get the answers, then we have them. We can write them down, and then from that point on, we are gold. So I guess you are let's start under the by- gun. Yeah, let's start off by right. just talking about yourself and what you do at Victory. Okay, uh, I mean, you guys introduced me great. Like I said, my name's Nate. Um, Victory Archery, I'm the quality control manager at Victory. Uh, I also do all the, uh, the R&D testing. Um, if we're coming out with a new product and we have to find out how hard it is to break it, I'm the guy that gets to break it. Uh, a couple years ago, there was a video of a guy standing on top of a uh, Rip TKO arrow uh between two chairs that was me just trying to goof around and, and see how strong that arrow actually is that's cool uh, Crazy. so it, it actually held up spun uh plus or minus 1000s after i got done standing on it so pretty impressive wow. uh yeah, but really cool. yeah I, I get to break stuff and hang out with a bunch of cool people and you know i uh my background i was i'm originally from wyoming uh, we grew up I mean, I grew up in the mountains hunting, fishing with my dad. 
our family had a ranch up by the Devil's Tower, uh, so I grew up hunting there. Um, and then I joined the Navy right out right out of high school, and got stationed in uh, San Diego, uh, helicopter crewman, door gunner, rescue swimmer. So got to play around, do a lot of cool stuff there, see a lot of cool places. And then uh, when military downside, I guess about 12 years ago now, I, I kind of got put out to pasture and was looking for something to do and ended up stumbling into an archery shop and working there and ended up getting a call to come and interview a victory. And I mean, started out just doing technical sales. And now the, the core group of guys at Victory is Steve Greenwood, the general manager, Jason Benson, the sales manager, and myself as a quality control manager. Nice. That's awesome, man. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. I mean, we, yes, we, love, we love our veterans and um, can't thank you guys enough. Doesn't matter when you serve or how long you serve. The fact that you served and made that sacrifice um, is yep. just absolutely awesome. So thank you for that, man. And that, what Appreciate a great that. industry to land in after oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Right? absolutely so so nate take us through real quick um the different spines that you guys offer and then maybe just explain how that works because i know some people get a little confused on the spine charts like 250 300 350 400 like i guess how does that work and then how does that relate to the straightness i guess as well okay um i mean so let's okay i'll get to the spines but let's break kind of break it down by family first all right I mean, everybody kind of has a general idea of what spine they need to shoot based on poundage and, and what a shop has told them and where they need to go as far as that's concerned. So they have a general idea. But on our arrows, you basically have, as far as the hunting setups go, you've got three families of arrows. The VAP, which is going to be your 166 micro diameter arrow. Your RIP is going to be your 204 small diameter arrow. And then you've got your V4s, which is going to be your 245 standard diameter arrow, which is, you know, that was the, the, the arrow that kind of started Victory Archery. And then we moved into the micro and then into the small. Um, as far as straightness goes, each one of those families comes in three straightnesses. So you've got the elite, which is going to be your plus or minus 1,000 straightness. The gamer, which is going to be your plus or minus 3,000 straightness. And the sport, which is going to be your plus or minus 6,000 straightness. Now, in each one of those families, there's, there's some multiple options. So like you've got your standard VAT, which is going to be your standard carbon arrow. Uh, no weave on the outside. Um, it's just, you know, your, your basic, you know, unidirectional carbon arrow. And then you've got your VAT TKO, which is going to have our 3K weave on the outside. And it, it's not a graphic, it's part of the arrow. And what that is, it's a 3K weave at a 45 degree offset on the arrow. So it reduces the, the torsional deflection of the arrow. It allows it to recover faster on shot. So on paradox of arrow, it's gonna say it, it flexes for 20 feet, right? With the weave, it's gonna reduce that by about half. And then also in the 166, we've got the, the newest model, and that's going to be the VAP SS, which is going to be the stainless steel version. It's got the stainless steel mesh infused with the carbon, and that's going to have the weave at a 0, 90 degree orientation. So it just makes it a super durable, strong, fast recovering arrow. That thing hits like a freight train. 
Um, oh, the two, cool. <laughs> yeah, 204 diameter. You've got your standard rip. You've got your rip TKO. Um, you have your rip XV, which is going to be the lightest version of the 204 diameter. Um, <clears throat> we had the carbon trad. Um, that specific arrow, um, due to sourcing of the materials and how it's built, given the state of the world, the way it is right now, trying to get some of those materials has been very challenging. So we are going to be coming out with a new trad style arrow. Um, and then we are going to be coming out with an, an upgrade to the extortion arrow, which is going to be our 204 diameter stainless steel mesh, you know, hybrid style arrow. And then as far as the 245 goes, you've got your standard 245 V4s and you've got your V-Force TKO, which is going to have that 3K weave at the 45-degree offset on that as well. Now, any of your weave stuff, you're going to be able to get those in a 250, 300, 350, and 400 spine. Um, due to the way it's built, we can't build it into those lighter spines. It's just too much material um, and, and the way it's designed. We're, we're not able to to build that into the, the lighter spines, your five, six, seven, eight hundred spine arrow. Um, if you are looking for that stuff, you can get that in our standard uh, carbon arrow, uh, non-weave type setup. <clears throat> so that's kind of the, the breakdown on families, uh, types of hunting arrows, and then the diameters and straightnesses. Let's talk about the, when you talk about the straightness, um... So for people to understand this a little bit more is, the, is the, so if you have the sport to the gamer, to the elite, I'm assuming those, the price changes between those three. It does. It does. Um, so the, obviously the sport is going to be the least expensive of the three. Um, gamer is going to be your kind of middle of the road and your elite is going to be your, you know, the straightest arrow we make. Uh, I mean, as tier one type type setup and all of these arrows <clears throat> they're not visually verified they are verified with three keyons lasers on a, an automated spinner that per astm standards straightness has to be measured uh, with an arrow suspended between two points at 28 inches and then originally it was just taking the straightness at the center of the shaft well, we took it a couple of steps further and we've got a Keons laser at the center of the shaft and then an inch from each end. So when we put each one of those arrows on the spinner, um, it, it, it's going to verify that straightness with three lasers. I mean, it, you can't get any more accurate than that. And I actually think there's a video on our website on some of the Tech Tuesday videos I used to shoot uh breaking down how that arrow spinner and straightness verification does work that's cool and so like if you so i guess the average consumer like somebody who's not like totally serious about this maybe they maybe they bought like a 500 hundred dollar bow and they just want to go like weekend warrior i mean does it really matter which one of those they get if they're not really that concerned or they don't shoot every single day type stuff you know, to be honest with you, uh, the way our arrows are built, 
when you take a, a plus or minus 3,000 straightness arrow and put that on a spinner, 90% of the time that thing is going to be a plus or minus 1,000. And then when you start trimming it down, they just get straighter when you trim them down anyhow. Yeah. And most people, I mean, I could give somebody a handful of arrows and have a mixed, you know, 1,000s, 3,000s, 6,000s, and they're all going to shoot, you know, a, a three-inch group at 60 yards. And then when I tell them what it is, all of a sudden that group goes from three inches to 10 inches because it just gets in their head. <laughs> you know, it's just most people would never be able to tell the difference between a one and a three anyhow. It's like the taste test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to tell the difference between the two. I probably couldn't even tell the six, to be honest. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that great of a shot anyway, so, but I – you know, I, I've shot these arrows now for a few months on the Tesla show, and I've really enjoyed shooting them. I, I mean, they're so strong and powerful. I've been shooting them through, um, uh, they're not intended for this, but I've been shooting them through metal and wood because I, what I'm doing is testing broadheads. So I'm mm -hmm. hitting it. And then someone said, you know, in one of the videos, they go, they're like, you know, I go, they, they said something along the lines of like, yeah, those, those broadheads did good, but what about the arrow? Wow. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah they're right. Like the arrow pushed this thing through. If it didn't have that arrow, maybe they wouldn't have made it through if I had a different arrow, you know, but yeah. I Absolutely. Just, I mean, that's one of the things that we test when, when we're designing and coming up with new builds and new insert designs is shooting into center blocks, shooting through two by six redwood. Uh, I mean, just, you know, stabbing it into, six by eight just i-beam type stuff just to see what it's going to do when it hits something that just stops it dead in its tracks and that i mean that's some of the stuff we do testing yeah and how where does the extortion fit in so that's the 204 diameter uh that's going to be the small so it is a small diameter and that was our first hybrid designed arrow utilizing the stainless mesh with the weave um, and initially we wanted to build the 166 micro diameter hybrid, but because of the technology at the time, uh, the materials that, you know, we, we were able to acquire to, to build that, um, we weren't able to, to build it into that 166, uh, after research, redesigning, uh, new technologies, that's when we were able to finally come out with the, the VAP SS in the 166 hybrid. Um, and like I said, we are going to be giving the extortion a facelift. So keep your eye out for that. Yeah, because that's, that's, a, a, that's a, it's a pretty strong arrow because I remember a few oh, yeah. arrows, I have a set of those cut and I was like, oh man, this thing's sick. I'm <laughs> like, this thing is like strong, strong arrow. You can just tell by holding it and just playing oh, with yeah. it a little bit. It's amazing. Yeah, you put that 60 grain stainless insert on the front of that thing, and nothing stops that arrow. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, target wise, so I know it's flipping a little bit here. Mostly everybody watches hunts, but there are some target shooters that watch this. So, I guess tell us a little bit about the target side of what you guys offer. I know there's a lot here. So, I guess, uh, I guess give us your, you know, give us your pitch. Okay. All right. <laughs> So target side, you've got, you know, you, you've got your fat shaft stuff, which is going to be the VTAC series, uh, 27, 25, 23. Uh, and, and those, as far as target shafts go, because of the way they're designed with the weave on the outside, um, we wanted to create uh, 
not a super lightweight, but a lightweight target arrow that's going to perform and be durable enough for that arrow slap and everything. Plus, in doing in utilizing the weave, we created the most consistent. Our tar, the VTAC series have the most consistent spine uniformity of any target on the market. Target arrow on the market, meaning the you know some arrows. They'll say, okay, I've got a 350 spine 25 series. And that can go, you know, from a 340 to a 360, depending on what the plus or minus is. Well, when you get into these VTAC series on a 350 spine, you're looking at like 347 to 353 as far as spine consistency. It's just so uniform when you when you actually verify the actual spine on those arrows. It's so tight that it's almost hard to find the, the, the stiff axis of that arrow because the spine uniformity is so good. Um, and then getting away from the, the fat shaft stuff, you've got, we actually have a V-Force TKO target arrow, um, which is going to be a 245 weave uh, target shaft. It's going to come with the... Uh, the unibushings, and then we've got the 3D HV, which is going to be the same arrow as our RIP XV, which is going to be that lightweight 204 diameter. But instead of coming with a standard uh, AAE series, IP series knock, it's going to come with a bushing um, and no inserts on that. And then you've got your VAP target shafts, and then you've got the newest target shaft that we offer, and that's going to be the VXT which is going to be our tapered target shaft. Um, that is a, a, a very fun arrow to shoot. Uh, it's, it, it, it can be frustrating for some to trying to tune it just because of the way the arrow behaves. Um, it, it's got a parallel section at the front and then it tapers back, uh, but it's got a standard inside diameter of 166. So you've got a heavier, stiffer section up front and it tapers off and turns into a lighter section inch by inch as it moves back on the, uh, the arrow shaft. This is getting so complicated. The, it is. It is. <laughs> that sounds very and that's, complicated. We actually Holy have a, a, a cut chart and kind of a tuning guide on the website. Wow. Um, so it, I, I get a lot of questions on those, but once people finally figure out how to, how to set them up and tune them, they love those arrows. Absolutely. So when does a target archer, sorry, Tim, I thought you were going to say something. No, you're good. When does a target archer choose something like this over the fatter arrows? I guess I don't know the difference. Like is one for some well, different type of target I mean, archer? Yeah, your, your FIDA, you know, indoor versus outdoor 3D. Mm, okay. You know, your Vegas round, that's going to be your 27 series arrow. You know, that big line cutter just looking to gobble up that entire x spot on there got it sorry go ahead tim so, no i was just gonna ask so so and I, I think you kind of touched on this already is that how does that taper benefit the shooter so um it was originally designed as a uh like olympic recurve type arrow allowing that the back of that shaft to really flex around the riser um and maintain minimal contact so it, you know your your shelf or your rest is going to support it just long enough but it's going to be able to flex around that riser um and still have that stable front section 
So the, the point of the arrow is moving exactly where you want it, where the back of that arrow is actually flexing around where you don't want contact. You want it to be able to clear that and not have vein contact. So yeah. that's how it was designed. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I, I think some of the coolest videos that we've shot, and it just, it, I don't know, by, by accident, but is the slow-mo stuff that we, that we do within our studio because it's amazing. I mean, when you're shooting, when you're shooting these compounds, crossbows, no matter what you're shooting, they're flying so fast, you can't see that flex, right? No. With your naked eye. And, and when we shoot slow-mo, we slow it down and you can actually see those spine flex and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty interesting stuff to know the type of technology that needs to go in that to allow it to fly the best that it can. Um, I think that's some of the funnest stuff, actually, to be honest with you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's great getting, getting good slow-mo video. Uh, so you guys probably got a really lot. good slow-mo cam. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we work with some partners that have some very high-end slow-mo stuff. And, you know, you can get some really cool footage. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. A lot of fun. So moving on a little bit here to crossbow, this is an area where you guys um, – had this voodoo and the voodoo ss and the x-bolt here on your website but the voodoo has gained a lot of attention uh i remember seeing it a couple i don't know if it was last year the year before whenever it came out it was really hot and people are all over it i guess tell us a little bit about that that bolt and how it works or so yeah we've got i mean you've got three basic you know crossbow arrows that we we use or we build so We've got the Expo, the Voodoo, and the Voodoo SS. So the Voodoo has actually been around for a number of years. I think it's been around for like eight or nine years. Wow. Um, it came out way before its time. Uh, when that came out, people were barely beginning to trust micro diameter arrows at that time. When you think about it, eight, nine, ten years ago, somebody came to their, you know, showed up somewhere with a set of micros, you're going, uh, what do you plan on killing with those toothpicks? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we came out with a bolt that had a rail rider system on it. Um, and what that did is it reduced the amount of friction on the rail on a crossbow. So it's supported by two points, one at the back and one mid shaft. And so now you've reduced all that friction and you gain foot per second. And then you gain kinetic energy at point of impact just because of the fact that that thing is not slowing down whatsoever. And we, we had the X bolt, which is going to be your standard 0 0.300 inside diameter crossbow bolt, 20 and 22 inch. But we said, you know, we've got this VAP SS. We, you know, are, are having phenomenal luck with this VAP SS. The thing is super durable. It's holding up and it's just putting stuff down. We haven't done anything with our bolts in eight, nine years. Let's do something. And the first thing that came to mind was, you know what? Let's take that VAP SS platform, redesign some componentry, and make a crossbow bolt that's very similar to our original Voodoo, but it's going to be that hybrid. It's got the stainless mesh. And then we modified the rear rail rider system on that. So not only will it accept our standard press fit, uh, knock half moon knock, but you can put a lighted knock in the back of that receiver 
on the Voodoo SS. So if you want to shoot a lighted knock out of your Voodoo SS on your crossbow, you can do that with that arrow. So two points of contact, minimal friction, hits like a freight train, and you can see it at night. I'm smiling because it's kind of funny. So I'm a crossbow guy by nature. Nice. Um, Dave's a compound. And 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 it's, it's so cool from the standpoint of you have these crossbow companies that have spent a lot of money developing crossbows how do they improve on it all of that kind of stuff and one of the key things that that some of them are doing is the railist system right which is which is that it, they, they sometimes reference it as that floating arrow where it's just being held at the front and then it's knocked in the back yeah and what, what why i'm smiling so much is there's a whole bunch of crossbows out there that don't do that but this does it for them the, yeah, the, essentially. Your rail rider system, ah. right? It reduces all of that, like you were saying, it reduces the friction all on that, all, all along that um, your rail, and yep. really makes it more like a floating arrow that you're seeing on those three, four, five thousand dollar crossbows. Well, I could have something very similar on my three, five hundred, six hundred dollar crossbow just by getting one of your voodoo's. Yeah, and I will say this though, so. If somebody does have one of those railist bows, do not Don't try and it. shoot the Voodoo or the Voodoo SS out of that thing. It kicks hard and it is not accurate. I, I can imagine that little bump. <laughs> it's gonna, it's yep. gonna send it flying for sure. Yep. <laughs> no doubt. But but speaking of that, so when it when it comes to your bolts, um, how do I know what what and, and I get the technology part and the floating rail and things like that. But how do I know what bolt I should get for my crossbow? Um, I mean, essentially the way our bolts are designed, you can pretty much utilize any of the bolts. When you start getting into these, you know, 400, you know, 500 plus foot per second crossbows, now you you really need to get into a fixed knock system. Um, Meaning you cannot use a press fit knock on that. Yeah, got it. The the Voodoo SS, you know, I've shot that out of some very heavy, heavy crossbows and had good luck with that. Um, but, you know, it's having, gluing a receiver in and, you know, having that knock fixed so that nothing can drive into the back of that shaft. Because if that knock does drive in, I mean, I've done testing where we were trying to see, okay, a press fit knock out of this specific crossbow, what's it going to do if I keep shooting it? And it will cause a crossbow to blow up because once that knot presses into the back of that shaft, that carbon will cut the string. And it is, uh, it's highly excitable. When that happens. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So, yeah, make sure you're wearing your brown pants that day. Yeah. You gotta wear yeah. your brown pants. <laughs> awesome. So if they have, so if people have questions on that, they can call your customer service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anybody ask us, we've got, uh, you know, you can email us, uh, info at victoryarchery.com. Uh, give us a call, 866-934-6565. Um, and I mean, you've got quality stuff, you know, questions about anything, call us. We're, you know, more than happy to to help everybody you know it's there, there's no no dumb questions man the only dumb question is the one you don't ask that's right you got that right man so appreciate that for sure all right it's time for the and, hard questions 
All right. Fire away. All right, here we go. All right. So these are the questions I get all the time. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw them at you and you okay. do the best to give me the, what you think the answer is. So the question has to do with the amount of weight, um, the arrow should be total with the head and everything on it, um, uh, for deer hunting. And so, but the, I want to throw some specs out and just get your opinion on that. So 29 inches of draw. 60 pounds what do you think of when you hear those numbers and what kind of weight should be coming out of the arrow so 2960 um you know it's first i'm going to look at spines so 29 pounds or 29 inches 60 pounds now is that 29 inch draw length or 29 inch arrow length draw because length. okay draw length now are they shooting a drop weight arrow rest We'll call it a whisker biscuit. Okay, whisker biscuit. Do they like their broadhead inside or in front of riser? Uh, I'd say in front of riser. Okay. So at that point, you are looking at a 29-inch arrow. Um, we see predominantly people like to have that point, that broadhead inside of riser nowadays, just because of how deep those risers are cut out anymore on a lot of these newer bows. So, you, you know, that shelf, you've got a lot of, a lot of room on top of that shelf there and you've got a 29 inch draw, but that rest is sitting three inches back from the front of that riser. So on a 29 inch draw bow, you could shoot a 27 inch arrow mm, and yeah, point. you could, instead of shooting a 350 at 29 inches, 60 pounds, you can cut that down to 27 inches, inches, shoot a 400 spine arrow. And at that point, you add 10, 20 grains to the back of that insert. Now you've increased your FOC. So you're going to have a, a more accurate arrow downrange, uh, tighter grouping at longer ranges. And, you know, you're able to shoot that little bit lighter spine because as you cut that down, the arrow does get stiffer. So you'd be able to shoot a 400 spine at 27 inches, 60 pounds. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> just taking some notes don't mind me <laughs> i didn't think of that though i didn't think of that idea that you could use the resting area to cut into because obviously you're coming down that's a great point i didn't even think of that excellent uh okay yeah no i think that's about us thinking uh and then okay so just changing gears a little bit nate what's uh what's on your agenda this year for hunting like what do you got going on this year um, as of right now, I don't have anything planned. I'll probably try and get to my dad's place in Texas. Um, and you know, I've got a couple good buddies there that have some phenomenal hunting property there. And then, uh, maybe try and get back to Wyoming and go, uh, go hunt whitetail up in the Black Hills. Nice. Are you, are you predominantly a whitetail guy or do you hunt different species? Um, uh, as far as, you know, deer hunting goes, it's always been whitetail. And then, you know, later in life axis, uh, that's, I'm not a, I'm not a big trophy hunter. It's when my freezer's full, I'm done hunting. Um, that's the way I was raised. Uh, I, I mean, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with being able to, to go out and, and trophy hunt, but it's just. You know, my family, the way my dad brought me up, it was once the freezer's full, you don't need to go keep on. You've there got you go. your food, feed your family, and, and that's what's important. 
So whitetail and my favorite, my favorite meats, axis. Um, so good. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's phenomenal. I got one in my life and it was such good eating. <laughs> oh yeah. It's there, there's not a bad piece of meat on an axis deer. No. So that, that's a, is that an all year season? The yeah. access? Yeah. Cause they're not, they're not, na- you're talking about in Texas, right? Mainly nope, yep. they're, they're not native down there. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's year round. Yeah, um, trying to get out there so, for maybe axis, Audad, uh, maybe a pig, something. Have you done wild, so wild? Have you done wild pigs down in Texas? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a good that's time. Sca- that's scariest hunt you've been on, or no? No, it's the first time I went down there. It was everybody was kind of warning. Oh, you gotta watch out for those pigs. I had a blast. It was fun. That's we uh, we yeah. slayed them. Yeah. What's the other thing I got, Tim? Uh, Rhea. You ever got a Rhea? It's like an no. ostrich, like an no, ostrich. Oh yeah, it's like a, right? it's like an ostrich. I went down. I went on a hunt, a media hunt down there, and I killed in the in the one the two a uh, couple days I was there. I killed a rhea, which is like some sort of ostrich bird. I killed a hog. <laughs> I killed an access buck, and I killed an audad. And I I I got the audad mounted. It's in our studio. It's awesome. It looks amazing. Nice. Got that. He was the only the one to hit the uh, hit the hit the quadruple there. Yeah, I did the CK nice. Ranch Super Slam. I got everything and right, uh, huh? i was the only one everybody else got like one or two animals somebody got a um black buck that was really cool with those the, they twist yep that was really neat I, that was the only one i wish i could have got that instead of that bird thing but that wasn't part of the deal <laughs> <laughs> that thing was sweet um all right so a couple quick uh parting questions uh single pin or multi-pin guy um multi-pin uh, I tried the single pin, uh, and it was one of those, I was too worried that if I did draw back on an animal with a single pin, I wouldn't be able to pin gap when that animal. Moved. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, how about mechanical or fixed for broadheads? Uh, equal opportunity. Uh, yep, same to here. me, it's, I, you know, if a, if a fixed tunes well, I'll shoot it. You know, it's, if I put it in my bow and you know, hit my target at 50 yards, you know, shooting field points. And I screw up a, a fixed blade broadhead on there and it hits within, you know, six inches, four inches of my, my field point first shot. I'll say, okay, I can tune these pretty quick and, and I'll shoot them. But if it takes a lot of work to tune it, I'm, I mean, I'm a busy guy. I got a ton going on and it's not that I don't like tuning, but I'm lazy when it comes to that. If I can get away with it quick, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, and what kind of rest are you using? A drop away or uh, fixed? Or what are, what are you using for that? Uh, drop away. I, I'm a ripcord guy. Nice. And then uh, handle or wrist, uh, wrist uh, release? Uh, it depends. I mean, I, I've shot both. Um, one of my favorite releases I ever shot was actually the hardcore forefinger, like thumb trigger um but my one of my favorite releases is the uh it's just an old school jim fletcher fletch hook uh yeah. hey, fletch hook. Yeah. i remember the um but it, it's the thing's bomb proof it, it's easy yeah. to adjust i mean if it gets dirty you can clean it out super fast it's not a sealed system you don't have to send it back to get repaired all the time um i, I i'm of the the kiss mindset keep it simple stupid yeah so for what's me, your um 
what's your sweet spot for distance wise and what what's the longest you'll reach out um i it, it it's gotten shorter as i've gotten older uh <laughs> when i was younger uh 10 years ago I had, you know, <laughs> well, i'm 43 uh and in my 30s i had no problem saying okay yeah let's go shoot 100 you know 100 plus yards and and practice at 100 plus yards i mean i've in my place uh, the property i live you know i've got i can shoot 140 yards there no problem um but as i i've gotten older it's just you know anything inside of 70 80 yards i'm pretty comfortable with but like that that 50 to 60 is, is my, my favorite range. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, Nate, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. And uh, everybody go to victoryarchery.com to learn more about the arrows. If you have questions, you can patch us through to, uh, to us to give to Nate, or you can go direct and ask your questions. So thanks for joining yeah, us, man. Give me really a call. If, if they want to talk to me specifically, they call the number. My extension is 189. That's for Nate. I'll help you out. Awesome. Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> All right, thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. All right, you guys have a great night. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.